planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Episode of the Ever Black Podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t-shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all-new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from this is Wade from our last enemy. Awesome, bro. My name's Nev anyway. We spoke a very long time ago. Okay, cool, cool. I really dig the uh, Masters of the Universe He-Man stuff on your right shoulder there. Yeah, it's good, man. It's Well, it's a bit of a mismatch here. This whole room is full of different things, but that's, yeah, that's... Are you a, are you a fan? Do you, yeah. do you like the new Netflix series? You know what? I'm, I loved it, eh? Did you? Yeah. Have you seen it? I've seen like four, four episodes, five episodes. I'm a... I'm just up to the bit where their um, evil Lin is helping them out, and they're in oh. uh, they them again. So I think it's um, I think it's fantastic, and I'm really confused why people are pissed off with it because it, it's great, man. I know I fucking love it, and like I'm with you. Like I think it's really, really good. You know, everyone's it's, everyone's giving Kevin Smith the the shit because uh. they, yeah, but you know what, man, I think. I don't want to spoil it. I'm I'm just going to leave it there. You got one to go, man, and then you're just going to be like, "It's the best." Cool, it is, man. It is. It is really, really good. Really good. Nice. But nice. Uh, where are you at? Where 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 are you at in this big wide world, my friend? So I just moved back to the UK from France. Um, I've basically been kind of living all over the place for six, seven years now, in and out yeah. of the UK. Um, and it's yeah, so back in uh what I think is supposed to be home. I'm not sure. I don't quite remember. Uh so it's it's interesting how to rediscover it, especially at the moment when things are fucked. You know, the world is so bizarre. So um Tell me I'm getting, about to it. Learn, getting to learn what it's like. Uh what part of Australia are you in? I'm on the Gold Coast. I don't know if you've ever been to the Gold Coast. My dad used to live on uh, just outside of Byron Bay, so oh shit, um, yeah. Uh, want some more time there because I don't really know that part at all. I know Sydney, I know yeah. Melbourne. Is going to try to move to Melbourne, but that's all kind of fallen apart. Um, but you know, I've still got the rest of my life, so maybe I will still get out that way. But fuck the house prices. Because so, <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. know where to start. <laughs> I built. I'm. We built this house. So, well, not, I didn't build it, mate. I can't mm. even, you know, you know, you. You know <laughs> I understand. Yeah. but it, you know, it worked out. It worked out, but that's a, Hey, that's, that's cool. Is your dad still down this way? Actually, weirdly enough, he left and then moved to France 
and I didn't move to France because he was there. It just happened. And then he left France and moved back to the UK. So I'm following him. What, so what I'm really hoping is he's going to move back to Australia and then I'll end up there because that's the way life is going at the moment. Well, we're on lockdown again. Hooray. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, good times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. We, we were cruising. We were going really good for a while. Yeah, you were, man. You know, a little bubble, and then, then I don't know, some, someone called Delta. You're doing, you're doing the right thing, but it's hard, isn't it, man? Yeah, I know. At least it's winter where you are. It, it is. Suck to be doing this in, like, December. Oh, even, like, actually, more February would be just the worst, man, for you guys. But In the heat. Yes, yes. <laughs> Extensive heat. Yeah, man. Well, hey, you know all about it. You've been down here. You, you yeah. know. So I used to live in China, so I've seen some wild things. And then I've never seen cockroaches that fucking fly at you. You know, it's just insane. <laughs> Australia's got the best and the worst of everything. We it's, do. Um, it's wonderful, though. And it's, it's a place where I've never felt so alive as when I've been there. So I'm looking forward to getting back eventually when we come out the other side of whatever this is. That was one of my questions. You know, mm. it's been a little while. So, I mean, you know, it's hard to say right now. I mean, no one can really say. Everyone keeps saying, because, I mean, that's everyone wants to know when bands are going to be touring back here. But it's, it's you just, you know, we can just keep hope. That's all we can do, I, dude. I reckon you're looking at a good 12 months, 18 months, seriously, to for an international touring scene to start up again. But. Who knows? And we're just going to have to be flexible. We're going to have to embrace it when it comes, but not expect it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, the good news, though, we still have, uh, you know, some uh, epic online shows and, and DVDs. Segway. Uh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> this new uh, Tesseract, Portals Man, August 27, it comes out, and it's so ambitious, man. It looks incredible from everything I've seen. I, I didn't get to see it when, it when it came out, but I've seen the clips and I've listened to it a few times at work today, and it was it's incredible. This Love thing it. is it must have been such a massive task because it's a big cinematic. It was, in, it was intense, man. It's, uh, I mean, six weeks of pre-production plus pre-pre-production. <laughs> oh, I'm going to say it, the, the whole thing definitely took six months to put together um but i think that shows i think there's so much care that's gone into it and so much thought but we also managed to luckily not be the first wave of these things you know you had some bands that um did some really quite wonderful shows just before we did our one uh so like if you check out behemoth they had a crazy show oh, yeah. in a, um an old desk um What's the word? Um, deconsecrated church. I think that's the right word. I can't remember. Um, and it's beautiful. It's awesome. And that led us to really realize there's, you can have ambition with this. It can look like a film. It can be something else. And I think um, as a result, we changed our perspective on it entirely. We really came at this as thinking at it as a film rather than a um a video of a live show so it's it really helped us by working within that box or screen we really found that there was a 
a different scope, a different perspective. And we could adhere to these lofty ambitions of creating some weird form of art rather than it just being a, a CCTV of a gig, you know, which I've seen that happen a few times and it's yeah. really disappointed me. It's a shame. But I'm hoping that people won't walk away from watching this with anything but what the fuck did I just watch going through their minds? I really want them to be in a position where they go, mate, I don't know how that was done. Um, cool. <laughs> Let's do it again. You know, yeah. that would be, that would be really, really something. Has, has it changed much from the original stream? Like, so, yeah. Has it changed much? Have you added more to, for the DVDs and Blu-rays than the original ah, the stream? Sorry, my connection cut. Um, the, we haven't added, um, we haven't extended it at all or cut it down. No, it's it's the final stream output. But we did add, there's like an extended behind the scenes featurette. We added some other stuff as well that's on the special edition uh, bonus um, content. And also just putting in uh, a lot of work into the uh, content of the packaging. Like there's a... It's a booklet that comes with the, I say booklet, it's a massive 48-page book with, I think the liner notes, there must be about 5,000 words, 6,000 words there. So, yeah, I sat down with a lot of coffee and wrote a lot about this. <laughs> Not just the concept, but the how cool it was to work with the people we worked with and their input and how they changed it. And also, like, the story of what it was like to be called up by your drummer six weeks before the show and him say, I can't do this, man, because I'm I'm stuck in the US. I don't want to leave where I am, which is, you know, he wanted he wanted to be with his family. Yeah. Um, which was fine. So it was it was quite in a quite a drama to then get another drummer in and get all this still going because we were too far down the track to stop. We just had to keep running with this. And it was interesting, like the conversations we had, we were like, well, can we green screen him in? I was like, no, that's not going to work, is it? That's going to look really bad. Can we do something with virtual production for him? So, no, that's, this has got to be a real drummer right in front of us. And, I mean, we were so lucky that we knew Mike Mallion from Monuments to make that happen because mm. uh, he's a beast. He and is. He's a happy beast, though. That's, that's really cool. <laughs> so upbeat positive i'm not sure it would have worked with anybody else the connection between us and monuments runs deep we've been there's not just toured together yeah but we share band members from uh a band that preceded both tesseract and monuments called fell silent they were uh ackle and john brown were in a band together so the history is long and intertwined so it was really cool to have Mike on board for that. It felt like it was something that was perfect placement, if you know what I mean. He was the right guy at the right time, and uh, it was a joy to work with him. You know what I loved about it was that there's that video that was on YouTube of Jay and him just hanging yeah. out and just jamming on the stuff and just uh, talking. It, I, I really like that. that. They could share that. I, I think it was... Um, it was really good of Jay to be so open and um, I'm glad that their friendship, which uh, preceded everything we were doing, yeah, yeah. 
it, it enhanced the show. So Jay was there in um, in some form of in you know in spirit almost. He was there as not just guidance from because he wrote those drum parts, but he was encouraging um, Mike so much and helping him perform. So that, I think that was really cool. It was nice to see that. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I like hearing stories like that, you know, instead of, well, I can't do it, then no one else is going to, you know, yeah. it's cool. Must have been feeling rough, you know, he must have really felt like shit yeah. over it. But at the same time, he stood up and he manned up, as we say. Um, he definitely, definitely brought his A game to the table to help. Mike. Yeah. And Mike just smashed it. He really... Uh, he, he made us look bad. <laughs> it sounds incredible. Like, it sounds really good, too. Like, I've I been mean, listening, as I said, I've just had it in my little headphones at work and just, uh, man, what a journey. That's one yeah. hell of a set list, too. How does that tie into, like, the – because it's got a bit of a narrative thing to yeah. it as well. How does – did you go, okay, well, here are the songs, these are what we're doing, and you tied a story around all that? Is that how it worked? No, I mean, the story was fixed. It's based on the journey that the character we introduced with our first EP in 2010, mm. um, if, if it, very few people have the physical copy – but when you open that, there's a picture in there of a boy walking and into the distance in, on a sand dune. Um, you know, I must have created that in 2009. Um, it's nuts to think that I could then build the story that connects that picture and the final picture that you see in Sonder, uh, my last album. Uh, they're the same character. They've been going on this long journey. And so the idea of the narrative was was to fill in the gaps, how the the guy got from where he was with concealing fate to how he got to where he currently is with Sonder. Um, and it's nice to have closed that by fleshing it out, by uh, realising the long journey, as it's called. These two pictures are long journey one, long journey two. So it's, it's really cool to have um, been afforded that. But the set list was built we knew that we were going to include um of matter as the mm. the starting point that felt perfect in every sense it was it it just resonated with the beginning idea the story idea of moving taking your first steps but also taking your first steps through this weird uh almost bead curtain of energy uh, that we created with the portal and having that character just meant made sense that altered state was a good way to bring this in and then the the way that it basically threaded through in, intertwined in between the story was we tried to build a 20 minute section that would yeah. reflect each step but at the same time, I didn't want the concept to overrule the content. So we did definitely pull some things out here and there that would have been better for the concept at different points in the set, but it wouldn't have worked so well as a show if we did that. Yeah. Uh, for example, we put um, Tourniquet 
which I believe is being released as a video today at 4 p.m. Um, well, that's going to be pretty early in the morning for you guys. Tomorrow <laughs> morning for you. Um, we, we put that in on Act 2 as a refresher rather than a concept point because of matter worked where it was for the concept concealing fate works where it is for the concept yeah but then adding tourniquet at the end of concealing fate was more of a a little bit of ginger in between courses but visually wow that's one of the things that i'm most proud about in uh, my musical career to have shared that design concept with our uh, uh, laser and um laser video and uh lighting technician and for them to come together and really raise the game that was something else it was such a joy to see that on screen for the first time when it all came together in the post and um when it, when we had the recording and everything done it was uh, one of those moments where you're like this is cool and funny we were talking about kevin smith because tourniquet reminds me of the scene from jay and silent bob um <laughs> where they're doing a heist and they they um they try to steal something and it's all the clit commander videos <laughs> yeah, yeah. the concept of these beams and uh setting off a almost um setting off a trigger alarm it's yeah, yeah. it's kind of the same like that but it's um yeah it's hopefully not funny like that but um, no no, yeah. no 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 but constantly reminds me of that and it's <laughs> the scene where they've just had fast food in their van and the girl is cartwheeling through these uh, energy beams, uh, laser beams, alarm to avoid being and uh, setting off an alarm. And she stops, and she farts. And uh, it's, it's such a weird thing. It's like, damn it, the little little uh, creep was right. It does give girls farts, but uh, I digress massively. But I just thought that was a little. <laughs> no, no, it's it's good one. How my brain works, and it's. Yeah. Mate, I I listen to a lot of Kevin Smith. I I I uh I don't know about you. I go down the Kevin's. Hey, the the uh, Batman, Batman Beyond, Fat Man Beyond. I should say. I listen to it weekly. I and I go right down that rabbit hole. But I haven't seen. You know, I haven't seen that movie in a while. I think I, it's time I I go back and uh, rewatch you know, it. This reboot of Jay and Silent Bob. Oh, um, I did. I, I, I don't know what it is. Is it just the same movie? I'm really confused. But, Pretty um, much. But I liked it. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, the first one was great, so why not? Let's, let's yeah. do it again. Yeah, it's worth a watch. It's worth a watch. But, uh, hey, One we... we characters ever. Cockknocker. Oh! What the hell? Mark Hamill just Mark Hamill. Up. Yes. He's, he's the man. So cool. I'm guessing you're a Star Wars dude. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. Yeah, I am for sure. I've, I've, pretty much read everything that's been re- like all the uh, the novels that were released as well which is um i look back and think jesus how did i do that why did i do that that's insane uh but star wars is great man and the the way that 
Disney Plus has just ran with the new um, world of Star Wars. It's amazing. I'm really looking forward to seeing where that's going. I never thought that Star Wars could be so dramatic as it was with Rogue One. Yeah. It's one of the fascinating films that doesn't even need to be in the Star Wars universe, but the fact that it is has such a scope and um, nostalgia added to it. I, I just, I, I think it's an incredible story, an incredible movie, and I'm really excited to see where they can go with things like that in the future. So I'm guessing you, you Mando, been watching all the Mandos? Man, how cool was that? Especially the last scene of the last episode. Yeah, or... it's the best. There he is, he's up here. There we go. Oh, nice one. Yeah, Excellent. Mando up here, and uh, yeah, I told you it didn't. It doesn't make sense, but um, <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, and that last scene, dude, Mark Hamill. Holy that shit! That was a surprise, wasn't it? <laughs> Spoilers, but um, <laughs> it's like a year. Oh yeah, you, you guys will enjoy it when you see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're from the future, um, but yeah, yeah. So <laughs> it's always good talking to someone else who's uh who's into this kind of stuff as much as I am, and, and the heavy stuff too. But um, they're just. Oh, life affirming it's so cool oh it's the best it's the best it's a music and uh the nerdy shit goes hand in hand for me but um of course i mean let's let's talk about uh how interactive your band is as well i mean i don't think anyone does it as much as you guys you're very interactive with the fans and you know yeah i mean there's people like trivium uh, especially matt heafy from trivium uh he does a lot of twitch streaming Jay and Dan, drummer and vocalist, they do loads of Twitch streaming. And as a result, the band is going to launch a Twitch channel at the end of August as well. Oh, cool. And we're really excited by that because it's a case of this is a creative medium that we can explore. We can fuck up loads, but I'm sure there's going to be some really cool out uh, things that we wouldn't have done otherwise in the same way that Portal's create was created because of the the weird world that we were in uh i'm looking forward to seeing what we can do with twitch um because you know have a look at what even people like mike shinoda from linkin park he's got a channel and he does he's 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 had out he's written an album on there released an album that's awesome i mean maybe we'll do the same i'm not suggesting it will be tesseract as such but it will probably fit into this kind of brand that we're building which is tesseract presents which is just whatever the creative output is of the band as a collective yeah it's going to be a really cool sort of umbrella to work under because it gives us a platform for exposure but it also affords us the freedom to kind of be really uh creative which is kind of where we all want to sit in we all want to have that umbrella of uh support that allows us just to be creative it's going to be wonderful to see where where we go with that like i say it could be shit but um <laughs> no it's not gonna be it's gonna be great because i mean yeah. you guys know what you're doing you know well, what you're doing <laughs> this might expose us <laughs> there you go see um no, I, I haven't. I haven't dabbled in the whole Twitch thing yet, but I've I've spoken heaps of dudes that have, and um, it's just a whole new world. I think it's going to be exciting, especially you know talking about interacting with with fans and and stuff like that. Maybe even yeah. to the point of 
getting them to contribute musically in some way and jamming yeah. with people and well, I mean, it is a community thing. First and foremost, it's yeah. about building your, uh, the, the building the community that the fans want to build and you're basically an excuse for them to meet. Um, so that's intriguing. I've not really seen things like that. Obviously, people go to gigs, they go with friends, but imagine being able to talk to everybody that's at the gig or being able to... I mean, it may be a bad thing. You suddenly realize, oh my God, all these guys are idiots. What am I doing? Here? <laughs> well, uh, I mean, especially when you can suddenly talk to the band as well. That's a whole cloud of mystery that we like to keep up. And when yeah. you suddenly realize that these guys are morons, perhaps you won't <laughs> like the band anymore, but maybe you'll find the moronic behavior endearing. Let's find out. <laughs> People love that though. People love that. You know, there's for years and years, it was like, uh, so many bands kept that mystery, you know, yeah. and then it seemed to have flipped over the last few years. People want to see what you're having for breakfast, you know? Um, well, um, I, I woke up 25 minutes before my first interview today. So here's my breakfast. Oh, what are you hanging on? What's that? Yeah. So um, I just had some chocolate shreddies and I kicked over a glass of wine from last night and during <laughs> the first interview, I was like, what am I doing with my fucking life? You know, I knew this was happening, but still, I... I sunk a bottle of wine last night whilst talking to the band about many things. So yeah, that was, um, musicians never grow up. We're always perpetually 18. That's it. That's it. It's true. I'm 40 and I'm still doing all this thing. And it's great. You know, it's great, man. You know, live, live the life you can basically. (laughs) That's it. That's it. And you know, you, you pass it on to you, you know, I've got kids or I've got a granddaughter as well. And yeah. Um, Crazy shit, but you know it keeps me young. It, you know yes. that's what it's about, man. You know the jamming and keeping it rolling. But hey, you've been writing. Have you guys been? I know it's hard because you're not all in the one room. But we're talking about technology. Well, this is it. For I mean, I was in um, China for four and a half years, and that meant that not only was it difficult to be in the same room, but we. Uh, found it very difficult to find the same time that would work. Mm-hmm. So we developed a process of writing online where we would share demos and having digital capacity for connection means that we can do that now. There's almost, almost the technology where we can do that live with each other. So we're going to see how that works out because Jay, a drummer, is in Austin, Texas. Mm. Um, that does mean that there's a bit of a delay between the two um between european servers and um, north american servers but things like 5g and fiber i'm kind of we're almost there you know we, we just need just a little bit of um shaving of the latency and we're nearly at a point where we can do things separately but at the same time but we're going to see what we can do to get as close to that as possible and that's almost been what the this whole development in lockdown was about which was just trying to get us in the same virtual space but we have been writing yeah we've got good 45 minutes worth of demos and we're hoping that over the next sort of six months we'll get another i'd like to have another 45 minutes and we can then cut away and just give the best hour but 
we'll see um we never forced that out i mean looking look at the length of our last album it was roughly i think 35 minutes which pissed a lot of people off but at the same time if we were to have given you the other stuff that could have been on that album it wouldn't have been a good album and i think people loved what we put out so it was awesome we will only give the as the, you know the the a grade stuff from our perspective and if that means a shorter album that's a shorter album but i'm hoping that we've at least got 45 minutes and that we'll end up with an hour when we get the album out next year hopefully Fingers crossed, dude. Because, I mean, but you're right. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of really long albums where it's just like, here's a little sample and here's another little sample. And then you've got this real long, and then it's, it's, it just draws out. It's like 18 tracks long. I just, hmm. I don't know. Maybe. Well, it's, maybe it's tough, isn't it? Now, you're, there's so many things going on in people's lives. This is why we kind of structured portals the way we did as well. You know, we're thinking people are watching this, but. They've also got their phones handy. They've also got the distractions of life. Let's give them shorter chunks of music and then split that up with the narrative. Uh, and I think it worked really well. I think it was, I don't think that would work on stage, but I think as a uh, streamed performance, as a film performance, it was, it was a really nice way to pace it. And um intrigued to see how we can develop that in the future is it something you definitely want to uh re- revisit maybe yeah. make a sequel uh not so much a sequel although we will we'll definitely do a streamed show like this that's a performance but we put so much into portals that the stuff it, it'd be hard for us to deliver a set list that we are as happy with mm. i mean the songs are there but they're not like necessarily all the songs that we enjoy playing so much but we are working on something different i don't quite understand what that's going to be yet but we started writing as soon as portals was released Um, when i say writing i mean narrative i don't mean um, audio but i don't know how that's going to take form or what form that's going to be and i don't care it's fun to see where it's going to go but because it's not a album, it could be anything. It could be a film, but then we're a band. Would people want to see a film made by a band? Yes. yes. Well, I would, mate, I would, you know what? If Portals were showing at my local cinema, I would yeah. pay money to go and see that. That's really nice to hear. That's very encouraging because the things that we're planning are fucking wild. Um, and I just sure. don't know. It's basically a film version of the concept of the album. But whether that happens or not is another thing. And there's so many hoops to jump through to get to that point. Mm. You know, not the least being the budget. How do you pay for these things? It's, uh, the portals cost a lot of money to put together. Uh, It made a lot of money, so that's great. But we don't know if something that doesn't necessarily have a performance element in it would work in the same way. So we have to try to, we can experiment to a certain degree, mm. but reality kicks you in the butt sometimes. And um, maybe, maybe we can do it. Uh, I really have no idea. So I'm quite, but then, <laughs> you know what? That's what was with portals. Yep. We didn't know if we could pull the thing off, but 
I think being in that unsteady ground is where some of the most creative things, some of the most successfully creative things happen. So let's, uh, we'll keep, we'll keep running down this hill and see what happens. Mate, keep doing it. And we're all super excited. I'm super excited about it. As I said, I would have paid money to see it on the big screen, but I'm just going to take it to my mate. Who's got like a big projector and I'm going to, I'm going to be like, we're watching this. Have some beers. JD. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's what I want to do. You know, I want to experience, I've heard it. I've listened to it a few, but I want to, I guess I don't want to be spoiled by it. I want to visually see the whole thing. I've seen little snippets, but I think it's worth going everyone out there. I'm going to point at everyone. I do this thing where I point to random people out there that I don't know. They're watching. Go and buy it and experience it from start to finish. That's how it's meant to be, right? It is a journey. It's, um, it's so much fun for us to see. So I really hope that is, um, reflected in i really hope the audience experiences that as well and the people that watch the initial stream they they we were blown away by the response so i think you're going to enjoy it did you it was that part of the reason why you uh decide to release it in a physical form you had a oh, lot of we, people was, people were like you've got to do this man you have to release this so yeah we at the label looked at it and just went this is a no-brainer you know, especially for them, the people where they almost have like a direct to um, audience model. So they knew if they were to build a special uh, a deluxe version and vinyl version, I think they knew that that's what um, would work well for uh, the audience and it has worked well. Yeah, I'm really, really surprised and really encouraged by knowing that the level of work that went into it has been embraced. And it's gonna it's gonna keep going. One more thing I wanted to ask you about. You know, Tesseract was around before the Marvel movies, but every time I watch a Marvel movie now and they mention Tesseract, I only think of the band. Genius marketing, isn't it? <laughs> no, you were there before, you know? Yeah. Have you yeah. noticed that people gone, you know, am I the only one ever said that? Well, the interesting thing is we so obviously the name Tesseract was around before the first um I think it was Captain America was the first movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Um, and it wasn't called the Tesseract until I think it was called the Cosmic Cube. But I mean, that wouldn't have gone down too well in contemporary audiences. Uh, and thank God we're not called Cosmic Cube. That would be hilarious. <laughs> the code name. Yes, that's true. Actually, if we ever want to do a secret gig, we used to call it Hypercube. No, we've got to change it now. We're going to do a Cosmic Cube, that'll be our secret. <laughs> you have to dress up as a wizard, though. You know. That's oh, thing. mate, I would, I would be there. I would be there, dressed as a wizard, supported by the wizard sleeve. Yeah, it'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we've always kind of found it fun. I mean, the, and it seems that whatever we do, there's some form of you will find something in the Marvel universe that. Uh, could be construed as, oh, we're copying that or we're utilizing that. But I think it's just one of those things. We're kind of geeky, kind of uh, pseudoscience and pseudo um, uh, spiritual in our inspirations with the things that we, we're looking for that subconscious connection. And I think that's something that Marvel does very well, you know, and their mm-hmm. universe is so huge that 
any element of that is going to be brought up because these stories are all universal they're shared it's just a shame that well it's actually not a shame it's it's helped i think in many respects that um that we every time they release a movie we're there <laughs> see that's it it's like there should be a little counter and uh that's where disney backs up that money truck oh yeah know? that'd be <laughs> like hey you know they'll you know I don't know. Just it's a shame that they never came to us for a, a bit of music. That would have been fun. But who knows? Maybe we'll meet somebody on the board there at some point and we'll make it happen. Is his name Kevin Feige? You think that's I his name? No, no, I've not got into it at that's all. The, well, that's the that's the, the dude. Cool. I'll start dude. him on Just get him on the phone and be like, listen, mate, mate <laughs> you've got all this, you got 20 years mapped out. Yep. We, can, we can do some stuff. I reckon we could do something for Kang. Kang the uh, Kang the Conqueror. Oh. I reckon we could do a good song for him. That'd be good. That just, that gels so well, dude. Because obviously you've seen Loki. Yes. Well, and then I know what's coming in the next um, uh, Doctor Strange movie. So Yeah, man. That would so work that so damn well. I reckon you totally should. You should just write it and send it to him and say, shouldn't we? Yeah. here it is. Here's Kane. And that would cement anybody's belief that we are basically just ripping off Iron Man and things like that constantly. <laughs> but no, no, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's been awesome hanging out with you. Thanks. For, I yeah. know it's your, your morning, your breakfast, but uh, <laughs> it's been awesome talking all things uh, Tesseract and and uh nerdy stuff and music and brother i uh i really hope you and the boys uh stay safe and well and get your asses down to australia very 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 soon yeah we we love the place it'd be so good to be back i'll keep it beers cold mate all the wine you're more of a wine dude aren't you i am a wine dude yeah but the rest of the guys like the beer so it's all good well we'll have both we'll have both dude thank you so much for hanging and uh we'll have all the links down here stay safe dude All right, man. Take care of yourself. See you next time. See you, bye. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 